Hello and welcome to the third episode of the SE1 slash 2 podcast for 2021, Q Music. strange how time flies by. Next week is week four of your placement and I bet it seems like only yesterday that you were starting the new academic year or even the first year. I had my AT meetings with my third year group over the last couple of weeks and as they are applying for jobs and completing their last two assignments they are very much aware that they are coming to the end of their course and that they seem it seems that they started their course in the first year only yesterday. A quick teaching tip, a bonus one for you. I used to say to the children on their first day in my class that before long they would be standing behind their chairs on the last day being in my class and the year would be over, so make the most of every day. I would never mention this again until the final moment, that last day of the year, as they were clutching their bags full of their books and drawer contents. Then I would say to them, do you remember the first day in the class when I said to you, before you know it, you would be stood behind your chairs on the last day? They would all smile and say, yes, we do. And then I would say, well, you certainly did make the most of every day. Well done and have a great summer. Off you go. And before we get all sentimental, let's quickly run over what you will be up to or should be up to in week four. Okay, things are probably getting rather busy at school. I'm not going to go over every single fine detail. I'm going to summarise them. So the first thing that I would be saying that you'll need to do is start looking ahead. Look at the medium term plans, look at your own plans, look at the provision areas or the arrangements for new provision areas in EYFS and make sure that you are on top of the changes that need to happen. You want to look at your weekly plans for the first two days sessions in week five and make sure that these are planned and that you are ensuring that the children make progress. Remember, you will be doing your second appraisal. I hope your first one went well with the whole class. And then it's a time to discuss the details of week five and onwards. Remember, you need to discuss the arrangements for an early reading or phonics appraisal uh, with your mentor to take place, hopefully within the placement. And also you need to observe and arrange to observe a PE lesson. Also, please remember to keep an eye on your CPD tracker and identify opportunities for CPD, continual professional development. Remember, this could even be something like, oh, I want to go and watch the PE lesson and then have a chat with the expert who's taking it. Or it might be something that the um, school is doing that you can go along to training and listen and discuss. Also, um, keep an eye on your TS5 tracker with all those range of ability um, uh, 
attaining children and what you can actually engage with there. And don't wait. Identify opportunities. Be proactive. And finally, don't forget to complete your weekly reflections. These are so important. And although you might see it as just an extra job, this is how you actually engage and progress throughout your teaching career. And I have to say that even now when I'm teaching at university, although I probably don't write it down anymore, I always at the end of a session, once you've all gone and I'm picking up the um, Costa cups from the table and putting them in the bin, that annoys me so much. I'm saying things like, okay, then Ian, how did that go? How can you improve it? What do you need to do for next year? Okay, then. So busy week next week, but you can do it. Keep ahead. Keep um, doing your work. Get a routine together and that will be brilliant. Okay, then. So just on that point, do try to keep on top of your paperwork. If you do not, then quite quickly it can spiral out of control. I talked about establishing a routine in episode two of this podcast. So if you missed that, then do go back and catch up. And before we get on to the teaching activity, can I say thank you for people who posted about the podcast on Twitter and how helpful it is? Please do continue to do this. It's really supportive for what I'm doing here and how it supports you. And it keeps me motivated to write, record and publish this every week. Okay, next up, this week's highly adaptable teaching activity. Senses are so important to us. And yet there are times when we do not either engage them completely or even use them. Although we teach children that we have five senses, there are more. And if you listen to this month's episode of the In Wills Interval, available on Spotify and other podcasting services, you will know that I myself consider that there are actually nine senses. With my mind on senses and their importance, especially after my recent paralysis, I thought I would share with you a senses activity that I have completed with children in the past. I call it Listen Carefully. Okay, so I've completed this next activity with children from the age of five right the way up to 11. The idea is that we start to listen to the sounds around us and that when we are perfectly still and quiet, it allows us to hear more. The best time to do this activity is after a playtime or during the forest school activity. The children simply lie down on the ground. A sunny day is appreciated. Don't get them lying down on the wet grass, etc. And they listen. That's it. After a while, the children will start to hear different sounds, which they didn't actually hear before. Afterwards, you can have a discussion with the children about what they heard, or even like I like to do, write some poetry about it. I would give them the starting line of, when all is silent, I hear. Then they can make a list or I'll add adjectives or adverbs to each sound. Let me give you an example. When all is silent, I hear the speeding cars, the breath of the wind, the sound of my rumbling tummy. 
I'm not sure. I hope you get the idea with this. It, and you could just put cars, wind or stomach, you know. And so that it can really create a nice series of poems that can go up on display or you can make it into a class poetry book. I'm not sure whether this quote is correct or even who said it, but I would always put the poems on display with a title across the top, which says, How Soft the Sound of Butterflies Eating. If you do the if you do use this activity, then do let me know how it goes and post those poems where I can see them. I can always give some feedback to your class about that. Okay, next up, it's question time. Okay, so there's been no questions sent in to me for today's episode, but Margaret has sent me um, a, a small piece of writing, a message to you all, so I'm going to read it to you. So this is from Margaret. It's good to see your weekly reflections on Abiasa. The intention of this process is to encourage you to stand back from all the busyness of being in school and think about what you're achieving in terms of children's learning. Just to confirm, the weekly reflections template is found as part of the mental meter mentor meeting template on Abiyasa. Okay, hope that helps. And I'm going to pick up that similar theme of busyness in the final segment. Here we go. And finally, we can often get heavily involved in the day-to-day -day routines of teaching and work. This is not necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes it means that we can lose track of where we are going. I like to use the analogy of a summer day walk in the countryside for this motivational chat. When you are out walking, we can focus on the ground in front of us, head down and walk. But this means that we miss out on seeing the wonderful countryside all around us. And we suddenly find that we are either lost out of our way or we bumped into something which has stopped our journey. Then we become confused, unsure and, well, completely lost. This can be mentally draining and can lead to stress and self-doubt, something which then just compounds those negative feelings. What I would encourage you to do is look up, look around and look forward. Spend time in the moment and watch out for those things which you might bump into. Those times when lessons don't go as well as you had hoped, or you feel that nothing could go right, or even that you're having second thoughts about being a teacher. These are barriers in our journey, and the best thing about barriers is that we can go around, or over, or through them. You might have to do some extra work or spend extra time on an issue as you circumvent the barrier, or you might need support from your mentor, tutors or friends to get over the next barrier, but you can and will navigate it successfully and then continue to move along on your country walk. And while you are looking up, remember what you are trying to achieve. Always keep that end point firmly in your mind. The journey to being a teacher is not easy, as you might already be aware, but it is a journey which you will learn so much about the profession, the skills you need, and also, and perhaps more importantly, 
about yourself. So remember where you are going. Ask for support when you need it, but stay positive and motivated. And most importantly, enjoy the journey. And that's the end of the third podcast episode. If there is anything which you would like me to talk about or even a regular segment, then do let me know. Have a great four-day week next week. Yes, bank holidays are a true blessing. And I will catch you all next Friday. And until then, enjoy your teaching. content of this podcast is covered by the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. So please give appropriate credit if you are sharing or copying any part of this podcast. Thank you.